live. Are we? Are we? Okay. Welcome to the Higher Chain <laughs> Podcast. I am joined by Lawrence and Chi Chi, Negro and Pacto. Strange love. I was going to say, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> cut, cut. <laughs> I actually had written my notes. I wanted to say it in a strange voice as well. Strange love. Okay. Why you call? Why you call strange love? Why? Because I'm strange, love. <laughs> uh, that's actually <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Because <laughs> uh, I needed a name. I didn't want to use Lawrence Kapinga for because like I don't just like making the same sort of stuff. So like at least if you have a name, then you can put it on something, and you're like, okay, that's for that, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's easier for people to make sense of things as well. So then if you do something else, they're like, oh, yeah, he does this under that. He does this mm-hmm. under this. Mm. That makes, makes, makes all sense. You're Thanks for coming on to the podcast. Thanks Thank for, you having for having us. us. We are in uh, McGuinness's pub in Dundalk. And you guys are from Dundalk as well. Yeah, You're Mon the Town. Mon the Town. Nope. What was that? Like? <laughs> I <laughs> almost like knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see his hell. So he is, reju- well, not just released, over the summer he's released your self-titled EP. Mm-hmm. So was it two, three months since it was out? Ish? Month? Um, month? I think it's a month. Is it a month? Yeah. It's only a month? Oh, yeah, because it was released in October. Oh, it was yeah. the first song that was maybe out during the song. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, it's only been a month. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. has it been like since that first song came out? Has it been a bit strange in between now and then hearing people like, around the town like maybe commenting on how your music is or whatever yeah it's really weird like it's actually really strange because when we wrote it i think we just liked the music that we did and we wanted to release it because we liked it and so then when people are like when people even recognize me like i've met strangers who are like yo i'm like ah you know me that's mad that's very very crazy to me and then people just complimenting the songs and like oh like i love mini excursion like you know the names wow that's amazing so yeah that's it's just weird people thinking that it's actually good yeah yeah (laughs) i was just about to say like and it's funnier when it comes from your friends too because like being real like when you hear someone makes music you're almost ready to be underwhelmed depending who it is i think like in for us, like nobody knew that we like made music at all. So mm. when people heard it, like, yeah, man, that was actually good. Like, what? And all this. <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, but it's nice though. Like, it's it's nice to see that reaction mm-hmm. from people. Yeah. And oh, I better put the mic up to my face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, it, 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 there's a lot of people in the dock that are making music and and, and doing things maybe that you wouldn't have seen happen in the town maybe about 10, 10, 15 years ago. But there seems to be a lot of like a lot of young people doing bits about the town. Does mm. that make it easier for you to like be like fuck it we're gonna gonna do our thing yeah yeah for sure like i'd say as well like um don't know why i'm smirking <laughs> <laughs> i'd say as well because like <laughs> when, when it's when it, when you have friends that are doing stuff as well like you're you're literally in the middle of it like all of our friends like you myself and you as well everybody's doing things whether it's seeking judy or Makara, or you know, like, Shout or safe for work. Like, there's so many people doing things, and it does like make you a bit more enthusiastic about just getting out there in that sense. Mm-hmm. Mm, now, pre-warning on the shout out. 
after that you're not allowed to say the word shout sorry, out again no it's only because on the Makara episode like I'm reminding everyone of it that like you cannot let <laughs> it say shout out. There was too many shout outs in that podcast. <laughs> so every two minutes, shout out, the shout out, the shout out. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the mini excursion you mentioned there, uh, the, the music video for that. That's that's you've only one music video at the moment. Yeah, yeah. that's for lockdown syndrome. Was oh for lockdown syndrome. Yeah, yeah, sorry, mixed up. Was that fun making a music video? Because I know in my head. Uh, like I always be like, oh, I'd love to make a music video. Mm. It was interesting because like it's everything has been a first time for us. So like that was the first time making a music video. And to be honest, I I can only speak for myself. I say it's the last time I'll be in one. Just felt you didn't know what to do with yourself. Sometimes you're just like, all right, cool. But uh, it was cool though because like you you're meeting people like Keen Keen Bulger that did the video for us. Like we were able to link up with him and then meet so many cool people through that as well so it's it, it was a good experience in that sense i was about to say shout out but yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's yeah it's so easy to do whenever you're like shout yeah out. exactly you know, you yeah. <laughs> um yeah i agree with lawrence i think it it caused me a lot of anxiety because i guess lawrence already wanted to take the back seat and everything mm. uh and I didn't know what to do with myself again. And we're doing everything ourselves, obviously. And then we have the videographers. So mm. the videographer is there to record. And you have to give directions. I'm mm. like, oh, I, I don't know what I want to do. I just want it to look good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in that sense. But I think that over time, you know, get easier. And as well, like, we like, ask more people. And, like, we have more people who can actually help us and direct us and maybe we'll know what we want to do as well <laughs> i <laughs> think uh, also you know when people get like a load of mates end of the music video mm-hmm. it probably makes it nearly easier to do stuff yeah. because they're all egging you on and like mm. let's, let's fucking go yeah and mm. you feel comfortable like just being like alone and like being like okay right now it's time for you to mind your song i like oops <laughs> i forgot to mind the lyrics <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like definitely i think with friends it'd be like so much more fun and more natural yeah but lawrence yeah. is still gonna stay behind yeah, yeah. <laughs> lawrence will just be a shadow yeah yeah <laughs> until i start singing the lyrics uh, that's my that's my rule backseat no to be to be fair there's not many uh, producers that like or people that make the beats that get themselves into the video apart from dj khaled do yeah. you want to set yourself in the DJ Khaled lane or do you want to step away from the DJ Khaled lane? Uh, <laughs> you know, that would be cool though. We're the best. <laughs> Damn. And Jay. who else did it? Someone in the 90s. Uh, Puff Daddy. Puff uh, yeah. Uh, Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy. P. Diddy. <laughs> changed his Daddy. name. Yeah. Like he used to be in Biggie's videos all the time. But um, yeah. And I guess it makes sense as well because like at this point, like it's like initially when we were making the music, from my perspective, I was just m- making beats for Chi-Chi. But, like, now it's a thing that we're a duo. It isn't a thing where, like, I'm, like, in the just background. The or yeah. yeah. So, but, yeah. I was like, if I'm going up, you come with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, most of the tunes, then, was a case where you sent the beat across, and then you did your thing on it. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Like, it was literally, like, I do, he'd send me a beat. I was like, oh my gosh, it's sick. Mm. And then I sing on it and then I send it back and he was like, oh my gosh, it's sick. We're like, okay, finished. Yeah. <laughs> and it was that quick, like, but as well, like one thing that has to be sort of considered is like, 
we weren't making it with the intention of releasing it at the time. We were just making music because we wanted to do it. Like, we wanted to make music together, and it was just fun. So, but then once it got to a point where we had a collection of songs, we are just like, oh, you know, let's just release these. Like, why not? And they felt, at that point, they felt finished. like they were finished. Yeah. Mm. So... Yeah, I'd say, I'd say there's a point you don't want to be sitting on it too long because then you just be overthinking every mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. And, I like, when you listen to it, like, because we wrote them, like, a good time before we decided to release them. And then I couldn't imagine changing anything on them because yeah. I was like, that would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Many of the people I know that, like, make art in, in some way or music or whatever, and they'd be, like, overthinking every little aspect mm. and be like, oh, I th- I'm just not ready to be like, that's it. Mm. Put it out there. Yeah. It's probably good to be in the other end of it nearly. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, like, uh, for the longest time, the, like, main reason I never released music or anything is because anything that I wrote, I just didn't think was good enough. Mm. I feel like having, like, Lawrence there, like, as a second person, even, like, the validation, like, him saying, oh, I like this. I was like, it's good? Okay, that's fine. Like, I literally, like, sometimes I'd ask Lawrence, Lawrence, what does it sound like? <laughs> like, does it sound okay? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, right. It is good then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, like, especially if you're own in your own head, like, you can really doubt yourself. Even if you like something, you're like, do I like it? Mm-hmm. Do I really like it? And on the other end, you can make something. I remember I went wild and I even <laughs> a key- I carry a keyboard at home and I was, like, there for, like, four hours just, like, going to mad, mad stuff. And I went to show... Dana, my girlfriend, and she was like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah. I was like, this is, this is going to make me, I'm, I'm going to be a producer after yeah. that. Like, the state of that, like. <laughs> <laughs> but then she's like, but like, yeah, it's good. And I was like, no, you're just saying that. Yeah. You feel <laughs> That's hilarious. You need to show us that, that tune. Yeah, Fuck definitely. no. Yeah. <laughs> but even at that as well, you, you need honest people around you because like, as much as like, they'll tell you the, the truth in a, the most brutal way like they'll be honest as well which is what you need like if it's good or bad that's only going to make you better like whatever mm. you're trying to do so exactly did you use, uh, show your tunes to a few people before you decided to put them out they are always just between the two years that you were like right nah, my mom and my sisters and my brother mm. and like two or three of my friends um yeah yeah i was the same pretty much I'd show my friends. I remember showing a, <laughs> I'll never forget the day, uh, myself and our friend, uh, Real One, whenever he was here, like he lives in London, but he was, but well, he's from Dundalk and he was back for summer. And we were walking to the park and we were just talking about music. And I was like, you know, Chi Chi, like she's started to make music now. And he's like, what? Chi Chi doesn't sing. And he's known Chi Chi for years. So oh, then I wanted to punch him because he knows that I sing. Well, he should know that I sing. You know, anyway. But like maybe maybe he forgot. <laughs> but like I showed him like one of the songs off the EP Anomaly, and he was just like, "What?" He was like, "JJ." He just kept yelling your name. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like it's it's cool. And then even with my mom, she was just like, "Is that Chichi?" He's like, "Oh my god!" And all this, all of this. So yeah, it was again just like um, further reassurance that like we're it, it isn't bad. <laughs> yeah, no. One of my friends. Uh, Sabrina, I showed it to her and I put the headphones in. I was just watching her while she was listening. She just started breaking down crying. Yeah, anomaly as well. Oh, yeah. She's like, so mad at you. It's so <laughs> 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 like, oh my gosh, stop. 
You're exposing Sabrina right now. Yeah, sorry, Sabrina. <laughs> You're evoking an emotional response. <laughs> <laughs> That's art, man. That's art. <laughs> um, but you were family friends for years. I read somewhere that, and maybe you. Right? <laughs> looking at me crazy. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we, you see, like it was a thing where our parents knew each other. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like I'm, I'm 25 and Chi Chi's 20, so like we wouldn't have hung out like whenever I was younger, but like our parents did, and um, it was only like so many years down the line that like I met her at the skate park in uh, Dublin, and I recognized her just from town, and as well like I, I, s- I saw her at uh, Longitude, so then I recognized her. I was like, oh, that was the girl on someone's shoulders at Tyler the Creator, yeah. and then like I was. <laughs> At the at that time, I didn't know how to drop in on a ramp, so I was just trying to hype myself up. And then they came over, like Chi Chi and uh, Esther, and Chris, and Chris as well. And um, I th- I think though at that at that point, because it was towards the evening, that's when oh. I like that's when okay. he's like oh, came up. To us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And you're like, oh, what's up, blah blah. And I was like, oh, I, I know you from Dundalk. And she was like, what? And I was like, mm, what? <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, yeah, the penny board. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what? Around Toporola? I was like, huh? And then he was like, uh, I saw you at Longitude as well. I was like, what? Because <laughs> 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 I didn't even know that I knew him as a family friend. So it's like, how does this guy know me? And uh, how is he recounting every single interaction that he saw me in? And I don't even know what I ever saw him in my You're life. You're making it sound out like uh, really <laughs> creep, creepy vibes out. Yeah, like <laughs> this doesn't sound uh, too good. You're not doing a, a good service there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but like it, it was it was one of those things too as well. Like um, once we like continue to speak, that's when we're just like, oh shit, your parents know each other. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, just, it was one of those things. And then ever since then, we just always be in and around the same company, like whether it's skating or doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So. It was good, it was good. I think that's the good thing about skating, though, because, excuse me, like, you can meet so many people, but, like, from different ages as well. Mm. So, like, um, again, like, we were not the same age, and we'd have different friends as well, but now at this point, like, we have the same friends and things, yeah. and, you know, that's that's what definitely the nice uh, community that's there in skating. It's good. Yeah, it seems that, like, literally, if you drive past the square, you'll see people of all ages there. Going yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good sick. to see. Yeah, it's class. And like people, some people may be getting back into it or it might be their first time. And it doesn't even matter what age they are. Mm-hmm. Like if someone lands an Ollie, everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so sick. Yeah, it's cool. What's the worst knock you ever got whenever you were skating? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I always think like the worst injuries come from like the dumbest stuff that it's you do. It is, it is. Or like the simplest things. Yeah. Like I learned properly how to skate by living in Dublin and going to and from college and things. Mm-hmm. And when you don't know what you're doing, like you look shit. And I, I, like I fell, I'd fall on Grafton Street. I'd fall like in the middle of the road, just in front of people. But th- like, that's how you learn though. Like just yeah. from, from fucking up. But like you have some interaction, people are like, yeah. <laughs> do a kickflip. Yeah, they're like, do a kickflip wood. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and you just have to skate away while like <laughs> crying. <laughs> um yeah. Can you do a kickflip now though? Can I? I can do a heel flip. I can do a kickflip, so that's why that's why like we're yin and yang, the yin yeah. to yang, you know. You I know. can heel flip, she can kick flip, but we can't do the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do, <laughs> <laughs> we can't do the, other, the other tricks. Yeah. 
that my trick well i when i first started skating like the first month that i skate in i would skate in the cox's skate park all the time um and i just was trying to get up myself off the ramp but i had like a penny board uh, well it wasn't like a nickel board and i would just like throw myself off the top of it like trying to get like i literally spend like four hour sessions i'd come back sweating like buckets and my parents were like yo but one day i (laughs) 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 this is real exercise that you are doing i was like yeah (laughs) so but one day i was doing that and i landed on my ankle and then it like bounced back so i was like oh it's fine it's fine so i continued skating a good 30 minutes got home and then i took off my shoe i was like oh <laughs> i was like wow that shit is gone um it was swollen as hell and i couldn't walk on it and then i went to the doctors and they're like you rolled your ankle and i was like <laughs> and then i was like <laughs> 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 Then I was on crutches for ages, like for a month, um, and I couldn't walk or skate, and that was really sad. Ankles are a fucker to get injured. They're so bad. And and wrists as well. Like, I I, I remember, like, like I I don't know what I was doing. I was in Cork Street. Like, Mm -hmm. that's the skate park that we would have met and skated quite often, but, like, like, I remember just falling and not breaking my fall the right way. Like, there's a way that people say you should fall, like, by rolling on your shoulder or whatever. But, mm. like, sometimes you just can't help but, like, throw your hands yeah. out in front of you. So, I just, like, hit the concrete and my wrist just went back. And just for months on end, I was, like, I had, a sh- like, one of those sort of, like, um support bands on. But, mm. like, the mobility was, like, so fucked on it. But yeah. it's grand now. In, in jiu-jitsu, that one of the biggest things is learning how to fall. Yeah. Before you're able to, like, throw people throw people around you're like can't throw people around unless you learn how to fall properly yeah. it's like breaking your fall or turning on your mm. shoulder and all yeah because it's so easy just stick your hand out and yeah fuck so your wrist up. it's like natural instinct almost there's definitely an art to falling yeah 100 percent. someone should write a book about that mm. <laughs> free real estate man free real estate <laughs> <laughs> well, you fall a lot when you're skating so like learning tricks you, you need to learn how to fall properly mm. yeah you're gonna fuck yourself up yeah mm-hmm. i think as well like you like the more you do it the more you know how to get out of dodge in that way yeah. like the amount of times like i just like my infamous way of like breaking a fall if you want to call it is like just running like i just like if i know <laughs> if i know i'm not gonna commit to something then i would try my best <laughs> in the like scared mindset i'm in and then i just sort of just jump out of it and i just start running around the square or something genuinely it's the yeah. funniest thing ever like if you've seen it you know yeah if people know me they they know i'd be doing that <laughs> i'm jumping yeah i'm jumping yeah <laughs> yeah actually i jump man yeah you know this <laughs> i know you jump i know you jump i was actually thinking that like because you can jump fucking very well that you yeah. can probably do something crazy like you you would have the ability to learn some crazy fucking tricks on the board yeah that's that's what that's what motivates me to keep skating but uh, the theory like to put into practice like yo what's mm. what's happening why isn't this moving <laughs> <laughs> but the batteries are broken on this thing <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah like I, I like to be honest like i that's what people have said as well like the like uh, whatever friends like that i'd be skating with they're like if you can jump that high then you can yeah. translate it to a board but obviously you just need to learn how to like with a skateboard mm. yeah there'll, there'll be a learning process you'll, get there. To this. Yeah. you'll be able to jump 
as high on that skateboard as you can jump high easily. That would be class. That would be crazy. That would be insane. Yeah, like over taxis. Like imagine. Like I did it actually. Tony Hawk on the ground. Yeah, just like really cartoony. We were in Dublin actually the other day, and um, we I was with Aaron, like Aaron Lally and Aaron Quinn, and well Megan McGuigan, Tara. Yeah. Yeah, like it was a few of us. Like we were, yeah, <laughs> just like, just like have like I don't know explosions, really and I was like, yeah. <laughs> but like um, we were we all went for like breakfast or something or brunch I guess because it was one, but like uh, there's a taxi that was parked up by the red light and, um didn't know i was gonna do this i just ran over to the taxi and just jumped over and the taxi man didn't flinch as well which is <laughs> even funnier he just sort of sat there like ah dublin yeah, yeah. The, the only reaction i got was one woman was like jesus christ <laughs> 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 she just like looked to me like <laughs> yeah but it, it's funny it's funny doing that though is does anyone have a video uh, someone does someone talk a video about there I fucking saw that. There's a video of him jumping over another car, is it? There's or many the videos, yeah. There's a there's a video actually, um, like another one of our friends, Carl Hickey, like he paints, and uh, <laughs> he saw he saw the video. I'm sure the one that you might have seen recently, where I jumped over a taxi, uh, not a taxi, a car, and I walked into the shop. That's one. And he was like, "Here, man, can you send me that so I can paint it?" So I was like, "Okay." So <laughs> I say by the time this comes out, the painting will be made. Hopefully. He is a real life cartoon. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. Wait, I'm a real-life cartoon? Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Charac- cartoon character that he's most similar to. Already in the league of his own. Um. Oh, what's his name? He eats spinach. Popeye? Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I w- like, he's kind of aggressive, though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I know, but like a jumping version of Popeye. All right, yeah. He, he eats what, what oh, do you know what? Mickey Mouse. You know when Mickey Mouse, you know Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and he's like, and they all do their jump and oh they yeah, jump yeah. they're like, M I C K E Y. Sorry. Moving on swiftly. So I heard somebody like kind of label the music that well the ep kind of alternative r&b i don't really like labels but yeah what sort of influences like would you say with your music i know there's probably a bit of soul in there and i know from the music you make yourself on it's yeah. probably a bit of techno vibes in there yeah <laughs> imagine negro facto techno i'm sure uh, some, of drums, some of the drums yeah. i was like i've heard drums like that in a techno song like, i can't remember yeah. what song mm. in particular maybe yeah. used in a yeah. different way yeah yeah no that's that's a that's a fair statement like mm-hmm. i like i i think as well like when you're making it well i don't know when we're making stuff like we're not really thinking okay now i'm gonna <laughs> channel <laughs> the energy of dr <laughs> dre here because that's my guy like it's just kind of <laughs> like you just make it and then just you know subconsciously like you are gonna you are gonna channel your influences i guess like with the people that like i would have listened to um i guess like knowledge like beat maker wise mad lib mm-hmm. uh, and then it, uh, it's it's just like and it's a mixed bag as well it goes to like joy orbison and then just like and y- like you know yourself as well i'm into different things so it is a it's just a mix of influences and just trying to make sense of them in, mm-hmm. our, in our own way but i think the beats would have sound very different if you didn't have that kind of techno influence like i don't know it was very subtle in one of the songs i was like 
just it, it doesn't sound like a I can't I'm gonna have to find out which yeah. fucking song it is with the drums in it but uh with Joy uh, Orbison fucking great man but uh, you have a few you have a couple of tunes out yourself with the strange love side of things yeah that's would, would that's probably more down the house techno vibes isn't it well the well the strange love stuff is like with Negro and Pacto and then the ah. stuff I do myself as Lawrence Kapinga that's just whatever like whether it's like I guess it's techno it's vibes or yeah that's uns uns it's yeah, ich liebe das uns uns. That's what Kurt Farrell says. <laughs> he actually doesn't. I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got it mixed up. I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, oh, so no. a man of many alter egos. It's hard mm. to keep up. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's almost like I don't know sorting files out or something. You just have like put that over there, put that <laughs> over here. <laughs> but it, it does make it it does make it a lot easier though because like when you when you're thinking of making stuff for Negro Impact though then. Y- it's a different mentality, whereas like the more club focused stuff, I just sit there during the night and just you know in more like in more like in most cases it's just in one sitting, just because it's not really that thought out for me. It's just kind of like all right, that's done. Unce. Yeah, uns. <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> no man, you're supposed to, you're supposed to make the uns uns music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess there is. Like, to be honest, if anything, like, there I are days I just sit there and just try to, like, work on the things surrounding the music. Because I think it's easy for anyone just to have a song with, like, you know, drums and, I don't know, like, maybe, like, a synth lead or whatever and some vocal that's like, yeah, let's rock, yeah, whatever. Like, whatever <laughs> dance vocal. But, like, the little things is what I'm into. Like, just the little details. And, mm-hmm. like, and I, I think with people that have, listen to like the songs that i've made like that's one thing that they've acknowledged so yeah i think those things are just as important because like people are you'd want people to keep listening to the song and then they're hearing new things each time as well mm. so mm. yeah especially with and it's, it's those small little in, uh, changes as the yeah. song kind of goes along that well for me keep it interesting yeah and there is songs that are actually just repetitive and there's no kind of small changes to the instruments but mm. if there is those small little changes even like if it's just the pitch or whatever like that yeah it's fucking just keeps you interested 100 percent. and the fact that like it's like just say with negro impact though chi chi's singing so that's the variation in mm. itself and it's engaging as well because like she may be speaking about something so like there's a story there too yeah. whereas like if you're making something that's like more club focused like you said you want to keep it engaging and try paint the story as well i guess mm. uh, if you if you want to call it like that do you think it was easier having somebody to help paint the story in terms of vocals? Um, yeah, it, I, I think it was interesting cause as well because, like, I just make the beats and I wouldn't even be thinking, what's Chi Chi going to sing over this? So, like, what I feel like in making it, it might, like, put me in a different direction. But then mm-hmm. for Chi Chi, like, she might get something different from the beat. So, like, that's why it was always, like, exciting whenever she's like, oh, I just sent you something. And they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that you went this way with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's cool. Are you going to sit in and try and make music together? Or are you going to keep going with that vibe, do you think? Um, the beats? Oh. I mean, the way it's working, is working. So, yeah. I mean... Like I'm sometimes not, I'm not yeah, saying like you have no, to do no, it. No, 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 like I, I, I <laughs> There are sometimes though, like she'd call to my house and then, like just say the time, there was a time where myself, yourself and Real One were there and we pretty much were making music in the same room. Mm. Yeah. So like it can work, 
Um, it's it's just the way things are. Like she lives on the opposite end of town as well, so sometimes like it's just easier just to send things over and mm. just look at it whenever you can, sort of thing. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. But uh, with the with uh, influences as well, is there anyone around the town you would say influences or even mm. like that you you fucking really like in terms of music? I like Just Mustard. They're cool. Yeah. They're cool as f. Yeah, that's your vibe, is it? I like. I love. Like, I like a lot of different types of music. Mm. Obviously, um, you know, all the boys in the fast cars are the are the boys that go. Essential. So, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know as well, like, um, cause like, for for so long, I guess, like, I think I'm I'm sure as well. You know this. There was like a period where everybody just became friends. Like, you know, that sort of way where there was different groups. Like, I remember, like, those, like, just say, like, the Knockbridge lads or the Kukarli lads or whatever, then lads that were from town. And then there was just a period where everyone became friends. And then, like, once that happened, like, for me anyway, like, I was just listening to more music through them. Like, whether it's, like, you know, Tarek Duffy or even Kev O'Rourke and even, like, Jack O'Donnell, like, um, Dave Noonan, the, the Handys and all them, just everyone that were old, that was older, and, oh, sorry, that is older than me, like, they're influencing me in that way, like, just the stuff that they be into, like, oh, did you ever listen to Jungle? It's like, what's Jungle? You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. So There's entire genres of music you don't even know about. Yeah. It's mad. Yeah, yeah. And it's cool as well. Going to different things for the first time, like Van Halla or Van Tassel, and then, you know, the, the bands that would be playing there, like, whether it was, like, TPM or uh, Martin's Party as well, which would have been Andrew Handy's old band. And then obviously there's like the Couch Crew lads as well. So yeah, like there's there's like a lot of people as well that make music, but they they just do it for themselves. Like there's so many of our friends at this point that are like, they're really good at making music, but they don't release it. And even them like sending you stuff and you listening to it, that's inspiring. John Dolan actually, sorry. Why didn't I mention John Dolan? He's actually insane. John Dolan's fucking class. Yeah. That last song he, he, I can't remember the name of it, but he put out, and I just go on a journey every time he left. Yeah, it. man, that, that's literally it. Like, it's just, and it felt like, because obviously, like, he's been doing it for so long, like, him and Sharky, like, they're one of the first, you know, DJs I was even aware of from town, mm. like, along with Grimesy and all them, but, like, like, with John Dolan recently, it just felt like he just decided to start making unreal, obscure music, and just like man what the fuck I've I'm had done playing with y'all niggas yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's literally it <laughs> and the loveliest chap too like oh. he, when you talk to him about music he, he just loves it like he just loves it like he and he's he he's quite an engaging guy as well so like he talks about it quite passionately he's like he's oh I know <laughs> engaging intense kind of boring yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah John you're a good chap yeah. me and John used to be on, on phone calls for like an hour whenever I was living in London just like man, haven't spoken in ages, and we just yeah. be talking about music and some random ass stuff. Yeah, and like he, he remember him telling me about making tunes. So it's fucking mad to see that he's actually gone about and done doing it because yeah. he was busy. He was just DJing and stuff like mm. that. And then I think it was lockdown kicked in, and he's like, "Fuck it, no, I'm gonna go yeah. ham." Mm. And it's doing, and it's doing well for him as well. Like everyone that you speak uh, to about John Dolan, they're just like, "Man, what about?" And they're just like going about the tunes that he's making. So yeah, big up John. He's a he's a sicko. Mm-hmm. Fucking sicko. Uh, speaking speaking of sicko, I'd say the couple of nights that you got to perform, they were sick nights. Yeah. yeah. They were just daunting, weren't they? We still have to get used to all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the first night, oh my gosh. So um, we have a guitarist and his name is Matthew. He's really cool. I also met him at the skate park. Oh. And that's how we know each other. But um, 
we all kind of like i i don't think it really hit us that we were performing until we got to the venue and then i was like i'm gonna get sick what is going on nah i was so scared and i just felt so nervous i felt like everything's gonna go wrong and then like right before we went on stage we all kind of like got in like a cute huddle like okay guys this is our first gig and everyone like we literally just all started screaming like collectively yeah. we're like one two three ah, ah. i'm not even kidding <laughs> and then we went out on stage we're like that was a great bonding experience guys mm. yes feel closer to all of y'all yeah we family now <laughs> um and yeah like getting out on stage was weird as well mm. it was actually quite fun because the crowds that we were in front of were really like nice and like really lovely and engaging and like our first gig we had technical difficulties at <laughs> <laughs> uh, the amp the guitar amp just started going ham and we were like um and the crowd the most disgusting like buzzing sound and it happened once and we're like okay and then it just kept happening going and, happening. and we were just like all like looking at graves and stuff but like like the people in the crowd are like cheering and stuff like yeah. and like being like oh it's okay yeah, legends. <laughs> i was like i love you guys i genuinely love you guys because <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to cry <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah like it's been really fun other than that um nerve-wracking but fun because it's like it's something that you do made and it probably seems a bit per like not personal but like it's something you've made and then yeah. you're going out to perform in front of mostly people you don't know yeah it's really it's it's strange in that sense as well because you're also like i hope they'll like it mm. and like <laughs> um and then afterwards like the reception seems pretty good and they're like yo you guys are sick i'm like thanks <laughs> <laughs> you're on bass lawrence yeah Before yeah them. yeah i'm on the bass guitar class like initially i wasn't even meant to be on the bass mm -hmm. we uh we wanted to get someone else to do the bass but then um he wasn't able to so then i was just like ah sure like i i can do it i'll I'll just do it mm -hmm. i think it's just again like you just when it's your first time doing it you're like oh man i don't know if i'm I can, uh, if i can actually do this sort of mm -hmm. thing and and then you get used to it so mm -hmm. it's been good ever since though i just hope to get better at it though because i'd like to like we eventually i'd say like to have like a full-on band and things like that so mm -hmm. it would be cool to still be in the band and then not to get so good where they're like hey listen you in the bass playing it's uh, <laughs> gonna have to go so yeah hopefully i can like we just want to and we just want to improve anyway like whether it's like singing live or i'm sure matthew is a guitarist as well yeah. and and we will get better as well because mm -hmm. we're we're quite new so yeah but yeah thousand percent reps reps event and we got better at it a thousand yes, percent a thousand percent yeah so this the second ep from regan and patrick is going to be fucking unbelievable it yeah. will amen <laughs> jesus name <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but uh with the with the mu with the music you did you didn't make the beats with the intention of performing them live they were just like no like well i i think once we solidified ourselves and we're like okay negro impact was a thing it was definitely like it felt like a, it was a it was a thought at that point it was only whenever we were making the beats together like i never to be honest my main focus was just like uh like i hope i can start djing in some capacity because i really only started djing and then covid happened and then mm. i had to stop excuse me like i remember like with the couch lads 
it's like myself and Cooney um, and Tarek. Like the first gig we had was like Max. And then after that, we were playing on New Year's Eve before like Paul Wolford and all these things. And then, then we were playing the Button Factory. So then it, it sort of was like, okay, this is cool. Like, let's keep this going sort of thing. And then lockdown happened and then we couldn't do anything. So then I was only really thinking of like, all right, I just want to DJ again. But then once the, the band stuff became more of a reality, then I was just like, okay, I think I, I would rather focus on this because like I, I want to give my 100% to it. So, mm. but yeah. Plus fucking at the moment, the being a DJ is not the, the, the greatest uh, thing to do in yeah. Ireland, is it? God damn. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's mad as well because like, it, like, I mean, as you know, everything was opening up. So everything was going to work for everyone, whether you're a band or a DJ. So it is a shame to see. Like, now everyone has to sort of re-strategize and think about, like, how they're going to do things if they can do anything. Um, but thankfully, though, like, at least the, the Negro and Pacto stuff, so long as we start getting, well, keep getting more gigs, then, like, we'll we'll have that to, to keep us trucking along. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it only di- when summer comes around. That well, I hope the fuck we aren't uh, the pubs are and the nightclubs are gonna be open past twelve by the time summer comes around. But you'll be day parties, be able to DJ, yeah. DJ at. Yeah, oh that'd be sick. That'd be I deadly. think it's definitely gonna become a thing because mm. people are tired. I'm tired. <laughs> Everyone's tired. This is too much for us. We can't do this anymore. Irish government, please. Can't cope. Please. Damn. <laughs> 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 how d- how do you find the balance between promoting your music and not you know doing things for public perception because that that's always a hard thing to do because obviously you want people to hear your music yeah but you don't want to be changing like or promoting in a way just to get more people to want to yeah. contribute yourself you know I think we haven't really uh, crossed that bridge yet everything we've done has been very authentic ourselves mm. and like treat ourselves um even like the promotional videos that we were doing like that was literally like i stayed up one night and past 12 o'clock my creative brain is just wild so i was like oh my gosh barnaby winstock should be a person and <laughs> lo- i sent like lawrence like a string of voice notes it's like this is gonna be sick you should do this and then lawrence like yeah we should actually then we contacted our good friend Aaron Lally and uh, he helped us like do the videos and things like this um, and it was just really fun like it was honestly just like we were just messing about basically and then Aaron did some amazing editing and made it look like we actually knew what we were doing mm. <laughs> um, so it was just a bunch of fun and I think the main thing about Negro Impacto and um, what it's been like, like I've been in college. Um, I was in college when we did the EP songs and finished them. And then I've been working full time at Starbucks. Recently quit my job. Woo! <laughs> but um, yeah, so my life has been pretty hectic. Um, and like Negro Impacto has just always been something that's fun and mm. like an outlet for me to like not be stressed and like to actually have fun so i want to keep that keep it that way and i think we both wanted to keep it that way so mm. man if y'all don't want to listen to our music anymore fine go ahead but we gonna still make music your peace i, I think that <laughs> 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 <My job. laughs> i think it comes across though like because there's a few people that if a lot of musicians that i i like that have been doing like like literally that like 
sitting down and making doing fun shit to kind of because you do need to do something to kind mm-hmm. of promote and get, yeah. like get people to listen like a thousand percent um, but you made a fun you weren't doing it like you're like oh just look at me it's like right let's just let's have a bit of fucking crack yeah 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 and it's fun like mm-hmm. it's fun yeah are you gonna make up your own character next time Lawrence me yeah uh, who knows me? who knows who knows for real though yeah. like <laughs> literally because I didn't know we were gonna we didn't know we were gonna do that at all until yeah, it came to it like we were just like oh we want to promote it I think as well, there's there is a bit of balance of like you know, like there's there's still a bit of seriousness so far as like we know like the, we've got the songs as good as they can be, so we don't want them to just go under the radar mm-hmm. in that way. So like I I think we did a good job so far as like you know like working on like how we're gonna promote it, um you know getting someone that was really good at what they do like whether it's like editing the video, making the cover art for like lockdown syndrome. And then reaching out to the right people to like, you know, District Magazine and a few other people as well and the radio people that have been supporting us. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like there there is like that element where we're just like, you know, these we know these songs, they could they could go up against a lot of other songs, whether it's on the charts or whatever. So we want to give them the best chance, mm-hmm. put them to the right schools, make sure they're raised properly. Mm, yeah. All that. And then do we bus money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you water them flowers every day. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Do you have any collabs in the lineup? Mm. Or is it going to be strictly Negro and Pacto? Negro and Pacto does not do collabs, but Chi Chi and Strange Love do collabs. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess. It's like, you know, no worries, Anderson Pack and knowledge. Yeah. Like, it's just that, like, Negro and Pacto is our thing. And then, uh, but like Chi Chi said, it's not to say that we're not going to make music with anyone. Like, mm. we're with anyone that wants to make music with us, we're available. But yeah, it wouldn't be like someone featuring Negro and Pacto. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. That's fair. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably, sorry as well. But I think it works. I think it works well. Like it's sort of tried and tested. Where when two people just lock in, or even just a group of people lock in, um, and they just focus on something, like they can build something and then continue to build it in the way that they like. Mm-hmm. Was it what they say? Like too many chefs like ruin a a pasta a dish or some shit. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how many chefs it takes yeah. to fucking make. I, one chef is more. Yeah, than yeah. just like one chef, like with the salt. Just yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah. Cause yeah. Y- yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Too many. Like, I I do enjoy when I look at an album, especially with a, a big artist, and I see there's not like every song doesn't feature someone. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, you can have a really good song with a feature, but like if somebody is just like sitting at, like sitting in there themselves there's probably a little bit more of a story to it there's a little mm-hmm. bit more coerciveness to the whole yeah. album because mm-hmm. one thing i like your album flows very well like mm. uh, the ep starts like starts and ends and it's like the intro and the outro i think is yeah. a really important bit and the beats are fucking banging on the intro and outro which is important thank you, you thank did, you did well uh all the way through obviously yeah. as well, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. it's because there's not there's no singing on it to stand yeah. out more mm-hmm. yeah. um but uh was that an intention as well when you had the songs? But like, I wanted to flow quite well. Uh, yeah, sequencing yeah. is actually such a big player, and even if people don't n- realize it as well, because obviously, like, you're quite a big music fan, so that's something that you you know take note of. But yeah, like, you just need it to flow well. Otherwise, like, it just sounds like a bunch of songs. Like, I like the EP 
I think as far as it went, like the only thing that we had in our heads were like we wanted to come out in summer. Mm-hmm. That was the only sort of theme, but otherwise there wasn't like um it, it wasn't like so like wasn't built on the story per se. Mm-hmm. So the sequencing was definitely uh, an important factor. Mm-hmm. Mm. But our next EP though. Yeah. Mm. Wait on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am gonna branch into some kind of more quick fire ones now. Okay, cool. Um how how are we doing for time, Lally? Ten minutes? Fifteen. Fifteen. Right. Let's let's see how we get through these. So I'll uh, I'll alternate between which person I'll start off on. Or we can do rapid fire. Whoever shouts first. Okay. Which will we do? Nah, no, we'll just we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be too messy. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna put you put you under pressure here, Lawrence. Who is the best skater in the town? Oh man, come on, Moses. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's insane. Yeah. Oh man, shout out Moses. Uh, sorry, sh- uh, you know, I, like you know, <laughs> no, fuck it. That guy deserves a shout out. Yeah. He's just such a sicko. Yeah. Like, but there, there are people though. Like, sorry to go on as well. I know it's quick fire, but like, I think there are people <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are people like for different reasons. Like Pachin is like he he just does the craziest things, and then and then even like there are younger lads as well that that do mad stuff. Like Peter Parker as well. Yeah, you know, Peter Patrick, Parker, Gareth. Like yeah. I I think as well because I like them as people, so it, it it does make it that much more for me. But now nah, if I had to pick one, Moses is just insane. Yeah, objectively speaking, <laughs> like you can't you can't deny. You see Montana, it's like, yo, yeah. what was that? <laughs> yeah, it's sick. Yeah, a few times I've been sitting in the square, I've seen that. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So <laughs> so good. Nah, he's, yeah. he's a sicko. Best place to get food in the lock, and this would be an interesting one because you're a vegan, Chichi, aren't you? A Tommy. I love yeah. a Tommy. Shout out a Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> all the workers know me they yeah. know me they know my order i made friends with a girl called ruth shout out ruth sorry yeah, for the man. shout outs um so i always get the tofu steak and then the vegetable fried dump well not they're not fried just the vegetable dumplings and <sighs> then sometimes when i'm feeling really like you know like i want something extra i get avocado rolls or cucumber rolls and i just feel whole and happy and after i eat the food i feel full and but not like full like oh my gosh i just had takeout i feel full and ready to conquer the world <laughs> are <you> Itabi, <laughs> be ready to conquer the world <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you fishing fishing for uh, fishing for a sponsorship here <laughs> i just like i, I, I the show's for yeah. <laughs> shout out nike <laughs> genuinely i'm obsessed like i love their food there is a time during lockdown like maybe every three days yeah <laughs> i would leave the house and then go i get a tummy i go collect my order and i'd be so happy i this is gonna piss you off but i live literally across from the road from and i've had it once <laughs> but i'm going for my birthday <laughs> sa- saturday night yeah. so yeah okay for it, that's fine for it. <laughs> <laughs> lefties I love France I love oh France. yeah I love yeah, France great chips great that's curry that's how you dine out man chicken chicken burgers the staff are just sound as well like it just looks like out of every place to be working food wise it actually looks like a fun place to be working mm. like cause they it's just all like you know town heads like you know and 
they just always have like funny jokes they always be cracking little jokes at each other and stuff like mm-hmm. it's just nice acknowledging people's banter as well mm-hmm. and that's the place for it. hashtag community mm-hmm. yeah, yeah chicken burger man if you're going there get a chicken burger i suggest you try it <laughs> lmao <laughs> so annoying or, or stick to the chips or something yeah the chips are great yeah. yeah they're so good yeah yeah where is the best place to buy sesame mm-hmm super value Super value. Oh yeah, that's that by your way. Yeah. I almost forget that place. Like you'd, you'd forget yeah. that even Yeah. Oh exists. my gosh. Did you not cop? Yeah. yeah well, right, first yeah. I was like. <laughs> 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 if I could do the thing with my eyebrows, I would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I guess super value is it? Yeah, super value. Sets my oil actually is the one I use it. So yeah. Because it, it is, yeah, it adds a little something, and it's great for Asian cuisine when you're cooking it, um, and it's quite a light oil as well. So mm. it's sesame oil. If you're not understanding the relevance to this, do your research. Yeah, because mm. he has. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> uh, what is your go-to? Oh wait, I suppose yeah, you both answered that one there. I thought I skipped one. No, oh, sorry. Panic, panic. <laughs> what is your go-to subway order? Um, I always get the meatless marinara. It's the vegan, again, Subway. Fantastic vegan or, um, options. They have like three different ones and then you can just get salad if you want. Mm. But meatless marinara, the like no chicken chicken one, but that's not actually that nice. And then they have the veggie patties. Um, and then they have vegan chocolate chip cookies, double chocolate chip cookies. Mm. And they have... Their potato wedges thingies and they're delicious. And only if you get them when you're there. See if you get Subway delivered. Never get. Oh them yeah. So cold. Yeah, I can Soggy. imagine. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> just in case. Yeah. You're <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just so annoying. Even McDonald's, like if you order McDonald's, like the chips. First of all, McDonald's chips does not last for like longer than one minute hot. Like, you must eat it in that second for it to taste nice. Otherwise, it turns into cardboard. 100%. In fairness, though, like, we've came out of the dark ages with McDonald's. Like, I remember people were always kicking off saying, like, why don't they deliver yet? So, like, I'm just happy that that's an option now. Mm. Mm. I don't, like, I actually don't even <laughs> order McDonald's, <laughs> yeah. but I just like knowing that's an option for people like yeah. that. <laughs> so if anyone wants McDonald's, at least you can get it. Get, get it delivered. Yeah. yeah. What about yourself? I get like, subway fan. what's like the pizza? You know the way you can get like a pizza subway? Like they just put literally like pizza toppings on it. Oh, it's like the spicy Italian, is it? Like yeah, chorizo like and that. salami yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah. my go-to. Set west sauce. Yeah, all yeah. That says. I literally just get that. Hearty Italian. Oh, I, you never said what bread. That's the most important bit. Mm. Um, I got the nine grain. Um, yeah. Get that fiber in. Yeah. yeah that's why you're getting it. Mm. <laughs> 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 I get the I get the hearty Italian as well though. I don't know why I get it because just the one I got the first time and I just yeah, never changed. Yeah. I'm the same. There was a subway here and the dog just down the road yeah, here to the left. That was where it was first and I walked yeah. in there and I was there for fifteen minutes. I didn't know what to order because 
it's the first time something like that was in the dock. Yeah. And it was an American dude, and he's like, "Do you like you like bread? Yeah." And he's like, "Grab this." There's and showed me too this many one. options. Like mm. it's actually like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. They always ask me what bread, and I'm always like, "Uh." Yeah. Yeah. I don't here. know. Yeah. <laughs> right, you need to be set in stone before you go there. Yeah. yeah. That's the only benefit of ordering online is because you can just take half an hour to yeah. <laughs> yeah. type it in your phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> legit, half an hour is right. Yeah. That's the that's the normal time to be ordering stuff. Though. Yeah, it takes you need ages. To be thinking about these things. First, it takes thirty minutes to decide what you want. Uh, do you always choose the thing that you wanted in the first place? Um, then it takes you thirty minutes to choose the same order that you buy all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> well, you, you considered change and you almost did. Yeah, yeah you that's almost important. did. That's exactly. Important. And maybe one time you do, you get pickles on it instead of onions. I don't know about that. Pickles on a r- on Subway is a, a good shift now. Pickles don't are onion. great. Onion. What? No. No onions. I don't like onions. That's mad. On like food like that. Unless they're like cooked. Fair. That's like fair. on pizza. Yeah, it can be a bit overpowering. Some yeah. People, especially yeah. if you don't like that nasty onion bread afterwards as well. Yeah, and then yeah. It's and it's right the aftertaste. Oh. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, already asked that one. Favorite album? Oh, did I? I'll stop. You should see. If you can't think, we'll pass it over to. Yeah. Lauren. That's a crazy Lawrence, question to be asking it's someone. It's that is a so crazy. Hard. Is your favorite child? Yeah. <laughs> or oh. usually people say, "Oh yeah," and the name about three or four. So that's yeah. an invitation to name three or four, basically. That's so hard. I'll I'll make it easy. I I listened to one of my favorite albums earlier, which is College Dropout. I yeah. traditionally listen to that one oh. start to finish on repeat, like. Kanye and the skits. Yeah. The skits. I love. We book. No, no, wait, broke, broke, five broke. Is that the first we ain't got it. Ain't got no money. What the fuck was that? You know mm. the old man. You know the little book bag. Where you yeah. little book bag do, at? Do, 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 do. Yeah. I literally was just listening to that album from start to finish two days ago. Mm. I uh, uh, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. <laughs> That's all I. Have. <laughs> 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 That's all I have to say, man. I love Kanye West. I love all his albums. Yeah. Um, yeah. College regist uh, college registration. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> 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 college dropout and late registration are my favorite albums. Mm. It's really hard to choose between the two, but I think college dropout, but like late registration, very. They're like. Yeah. Neck and neck. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, if I had to pick one. I would say, if I had to pick an album to listen to the rest of my life, I would probably listen to Tame and Paula Lonerism, because mm. like I just, like that, like that, that album, like I, just from listening to them is like even how I learned how to play the bass and just like understanding what scales are, and then when drum, when playing the drums was an option going to college, like just listening to that through the earphones and just like learning how to play the drums and learning how to play chords and stuff. So yeah, definitely that one, I'd say. Class. That was a very hard question though. I feel yeah. I feel some form of guilt not not naming the others, but Well, if you think of any just send send me later on. Yeah, I'll send them to you. Part of the reason why I asked this question is cuz I love listening to albums from start to finish. So if mm. anybody has ones that I don't know or haven't yeah. listened to, like I've listened to a lot of Tame and Paula, but I've not listened to that albums from start to finish. So mm-hmm. yeah. you've added something to my life. Mm. Oh, thank you. I listen to a lot of gospel music, so I have to mention that I'm like a big mega 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 Kirk Franklin fanatic. 
I love him so much. And there was he's basically he's a gospel artist, but he's like a producer, mm. um, and like choir director. Um, like most of his songs are like led by choirs. He doesn't really sing that much, That's that cool. much. But mm. he is sick at arranging things. Um, like and he works like he worked with uh, Kanye West as well. He did you know that song? Ultralight beam. Ultralight beam. Mm. We in an ultralight beam. He was on that. He was the guy talking at the end. He's just amazing. He chants the rapper as well. He did a song with him. I forgot yeah. which one. Uh, finish oh, line. I think with it was T Pain. Yeah. 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 So like he's just chef's kiss. Oh, so no, yeah. any one of his albums, probably like one of his oldest ones. But yeah, love love him. If there was a tune that was going to be the soundtrack to your morning, what would it be? Mm. Now, I'll start with Lawrence this time, so you have more time to think, Chi-Chi. Thanks. <laughs> um, I suppose it does depend on the morning. Yeah. If you're song is guaranteed. Yeah. I, you know, I actually like listening to, like, uh, so there's this guy called Mac DeMarco, and he has an acoustic album. I actually listen to that in the mornings just because it's easy listening or just something that isn't like too intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Mac DeMarco or yeah, I'll just say Mac DeMarco. So yeah. John Dolan doesn't get listened to in the mornings then? Uh, he's like <laughs> later, like towards lunchtime. <laughs> when I'm feeling myself a bit more. <laughs> like, oh, you, yeah. you need a coffee before you listen to John Dolan. Yeah. <laughs> John Dolan's more like the like if you're on the bus or something because like, again, it's a journey. So, you know, 100%. it needs to, needs to match up. This is a hard question. It is. It like it like as Lauren said, it depends on what it. I mm. don't know why it took me so long to get that out of my <laughs> brain. Um, we can skip it if you can't think of it. Yeah. That's all right. Sorry. You should have stayed mini excursion. Yeah, where's the plugs? You need to plug <gasps> your own music. Here. I actually Goddamn. listen to mini excursion a lot. Really. Yeah, I love listening to that song. Mm. Martin. Like, Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was listening to Open's track actually today, cause the beat is just so sick, mm, and my yeah. brother is cute sometimes. <laughs> it's cool as well having your own songs. Like, we'll just say with real ones outro. That was way longer. It wasn't even meant to be an outro. Mm -hmm. It was. It was another song that Chi Chi. I asked her if she could try do a cover of this song, and she covered it. And then I just sort of sampled her like ad libs and stuff, and just made. Ruan's outro one night and it was like four minutes long I just listened to it like whether I was skating or going somewhere and then I sent it to Chi Chi and he's like oh my god that's cool and we got Ruan to talk over it yeah we literally sat him down like it was like that day that we were all writing music together yeah and we were like yo we want you to chat shit on our album yeah AP sorry and he was like okay and yeah. he just started talking we were like alright and then Lawrence did his thing and added some ego and practice. Mm -hmm. And yeah. That four, that uh, outro, it's about a minute and something long. Man, I would have listened to that for about four minutes. That's the that's the beauty of the 130 mark, isn't it? People just replay it. Mm -hmm. Well, like, um, and even it's, it's funny as well because we only thought about it afterwards. Even the songs that we made, there's not, it's not like, there's not like, I don't know, uh, chorus verse chorus verse like this sort of normal structure like the songs are quite short mm. but like again it's just because we didn't spend enough time or that much time on it we're just like ah oh, yeah it's done yeah i think as well i like like 
the non-conformingness of course this yeah. is probably going to change when we actually spend more time in music but yeah like even with like lockdown syndrome for example like the way i wrote that like i purposely didn't want a lot of the same like i didn't want a chorus mm. per se although there's like a chorus type feeling beat it's only said once and most people don't know this until i say it. they're like oh yeah like that only happens once and then yeah like everything just happens once and that's cool and it makes people replay mm. <coughs> and then you can have more fun with it when it's live like you could just say like even real ones out show mm. like we we just jam over that like when it's live and mm. things like that and even ob's track as well like it's just it it's a it's a fun one to use just to have people getting up and dancing a bit more mm. 100% favorite film or best film that comes to your mind straight away my favorite film of all time is beverly hill cop mm. one two and three because Those are three films there you have it. <laughs> yeah but they're <laughs> but they're all amazing the first one is obviously the best one um i love eddie murphy and i had like a deep infatuation with eddie murphy uh martin lawrence and will smith growing up so every single one of their movies I watched, but Beverly Hill Cop just hit me different. Also, Jumping Jack Flash, very good as well. There you go. Four films. Sorry. <laughs> okay. The more the better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like this isn't. I wouldn't say like my favorite film, but one I could watch again uh, is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I just I just love watching it. Like it's just a nice film to watch. There's so much happening, and just like even the style of the film. And and then there's like I remember actually there's another one what's it called? Uh, <laughs> no need to slap yourself. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> I can't think. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. That's mm. a good one. Have I you watched it yet? Did not watch it. <gasps> my little sister loves that film, and she told me to watch it all the time. But I'm saying that like loads of stuff, and I just not mm -hmm. watched that. Yeah, you need to watch it. Yeah, you need to watch that one. It's a good one. Yeah. Mm. I watched a great film recently. That well. It, it, Pretty good film, Death Wish. Death Wish. Oh yeah, I remember. Um, our friends, uh, Greta and Estera, were always going on about that. I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it's good though. I think it's a, like a remake from a maybe a Japanese film, is it? Or yeah, yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, they were saying it's quite good. Um, I haven't checked it out yet though. What did you make of it? it Fucking good. Yeah, it was good. It was different. Yeah. I watched way too many films over the last. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's the one that's coming out to my uh, coming into my head. Yeah. Um. But we're going to wrap it up there, folks. Thank you very much no for problem. coming along. Thank you yeah. for having us. Thank you guys for listening. Aaron Lally, behind the camera, is always fucking legend. And we're out. Right. <laughs>